What's up, Timo? This is <laughs> Timo. Uh, hey, friend. <laughs> Friendos. That's something people say. Uh, yeah. What's up, friends? This is another episode of Good Luck High Five. Specifically, episode 301. Ooh, if you missed it, that means last week was our 300th episode. Yes. And it is, as promised, a musical. Yeah, it was fantastic. Thanks again to Brian Allen, our wonderful keyboardist and composer. And if yeah. you didn't see it, check it out on YouTube. Check it out on whatever podcast app you listen yes. to podcasts on because it's Great. On YouTube, you can see our special Brian Allen cam. Yeah. Which has also, I have to say, the most I the most perfectly placed Muppet in the history of that's background accurate. Muppets. That's accurate. Uh, that's It's the best work I'll ever do. You don't want to miss that. So please go check that out. This is a podcast about Magic the Gathering, BT dubs. By the way. By the way, whether you are new to the game, you're returning to the game, you play all the time. Yeah. Just constantly, like some of us. <laughs> Uh, we will or, remain yeah. nameless. Or you're just having a real good time being part of your magic community. We're here for you. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And we've been sitting talking in these mics for 301 episodes. Wow. Actually, it That's wasn't these true. mics at the beginning. It was this one. This one has been, my mic has been here from the beginning. Really? Yes. How do you know it was that one and not this one? Because yours is slightly same. newer and I can tell by they look a little different. Oh. Yeah. What expertise. <laughs> This microphone has sure heard a lot in its days. It really has. Someone, a couple of episodes ago, we were like, I wonder how many words we've said. Oh, yeah. And some people did the math and it's like millions. It is millions. Which is terrifying. Wow, that's honestly. so wild. <laughs> millions of words. Millions. And you know who we have to thank for those words? You. You. Specifically, those of you who are listening right now and those of you who are patrons of the podcast right now. Or in the future, if you're a future patron of this podcast. Oh my gosh, you're great. You're so great. And this thanks will extend to you as well. Patreon.com slash GLHF magic. Nailed it. It's the place to go uh, if you are would like to support the show. <laughs> wow, we're still in musical mode. Yeah, we sure are. All those rhymes. We have our base tier at $5 a month, but which translates to $1.25 an episode or cents per day. You can set whatever level you want if you just want to throw a buck our month our a buck a month our way as well. That's totally cool. Yes. And really helps us keep doing what we're doing and grow and expand our show. Big thanks to cardkingdom.com slash GLHF as well. That's the link to use if you want to buy any of their cool stuff on their website. And we have to say thank you to them too, not only for being our sponsor for so long, but for sending us this. It's a beautiful plaque. Look at it. Right now, if you're watching the video, you are seeing a beautiful <gasps> plaque. If you are only listening, I don't know if you can it see it. You. It's like it's like crystal. It's so clear. I took a photo of it, and you can see entirely through it because it's beautiful. They gave that us makes it sound like we're imagining. <laughs> <laughs> they sent us you this can see fake trophy through it. It's it says congratulations on 300 episodes. Love CK. It's so cute. I love it so much. Uh, and that just shows, you know, yeah. they don't. They don't show that kind of love only to the different content creators that they sponsor. They show it to their customers. Absolutely. Um, with like hand-drawn tokens and putting, like if you request one of our stickers, you can get a sticker in your order. Um, so yeah, you know, they're being, they're being great. They're really cool. If you want to buy anything from them and we encourage you to, it's cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. Another quick thank you this week too goes out to Pat's Games in Austin, yeah. Texas. They sent us some real cute stuff, yeah. which is, uh, we, they got us 
some guild kits. Pre-release guild kits because we've talked about how the first pre-release we ever went to was yeah. there. Um, and it was during... Uh, which one was it? It was uh, Gate, Gate Crash, which was another Ravnica plane. Yeah. So they sent Maria a Boros and they sent oh, me an Is It. Cool? And they were like, we're sorry that you couldn't make it out to our store this for this pre-release. I love it. It is so sweet. We should have so a re-release and where we build <gasps> and play each other. Wow. Into it. A re-release. Re-release. And they sent us cool Pats game shirts. So those are going to be included in some of our prize packages that we give away throughout nice. the month and stuff. So that's pretty cool. So thanks to them. Check them out if you're ever in Austin. Austin well, coming up on the show today, let's give you a rundown. We've got lots of news. A lot of news has happened. Yes. Which it tends sure. to do as time passes. <laughs> news. It tends to happen. <laughs> coming up at 1030 WPPP news. It tends to happen. It, it does. <laughs> With Tom Overby and Michelle Kringkrot. Kringkrot? Yeah. What a name. <laughs> when I imagine it, it's like K-R-I-N-G-C-R-O-T-T. Kringkrot. I, I was imagining two C's, but the K really sells it. I think there's one at the beginning. Okay. That's how I see it. <laughs> Our fake news team is the best news team in, in northern the... Iowa. Oh, wow. That's where they are. Oh. Huh. Mm-hmm. In case you didn't know. I didn't. I really names. didn't. Uh, the Krinkrats. Yeah. They've been living in northern Iowa for decades. For decades. Decades. We're also going to have a standard corner because there's been a lot of standard action happening. Yes. And we are very close to the pro tour. And this means that the pros and us too are trying to settle in on what decks we're going to be playing for the rest yeah. of the season potentially. What is best and what is more best. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Great. We're also going to get a check in on uh, Guild's draft because yes. it's been a while since we talked about this and we've had enough time now to play the format to the point where we can say confidently, this is what you should do and this is what you shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. And we will not be wrong about any of it. We're, we're, That's a promise. We'll not be wrong. We promise. <laughs> Uh, and then we'll have a little bit of flavor text theater for you. Yes. So how about all that? Before we do any of that, we have a special event coming up on Halloween. That's right. So we're going to snap our fingers. Yeah. And we're going to have a special guest here to tell you about it. Okay. Ready? One, two, three. Hello, everybody. Hey. Uh, surprise. Wow. I didn't even introduce you. you and just you jumped just jumped right in. in there. You don't need to introduce me. <laughs> I, I think we do. This is your first time ever on the podcast. That's true. It, uh, is it? I mean, I've been in videos before from pre-releases and such. That doesn't That's count. It's not different. the podcast. The <laughs> okay. okay. Everybody wondering okay. who this disembodied voice you're hearing right now. Uh, if you're watching the video, he's embodied. But, uh, <laughs> I was like, wait, am I disembodied? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we're all disembodied on the podcast. Embodied voices. <laughs> it's Nicholas, our board game reviewer. That's Hi, right. Nicholas, Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Thank the you for having luck, me. High five games guy. We asked Nicholas to join us on the show uh, this week very briefly to kind of promote a special event that we're going to be doing on our Twitch stream coming up this Wednesday. That's right. Wednesday is Halloween. Spooky. Ooh. And uh, we have invited uh, Deepwater Games CEO Nolan Nasser to join us for a special online playing of their game Welcome to Ellipsis which is a roll and write okay. game Do not they say don't it. say it that way no one that's misleading that. they say Welcome to and then there is an ellipsis it's the three periods of the game is Welcome, welcome to. to Okay. but wait, no, dot, the, yeah, dot, you dot. do have to pause after that to welcome like show to. that the ellipsis is there Welcome to 
Yeah, like, and there then you, you get to fill in, the blank fill in the blank by naming your own uh, development in the town. Correct. And uh, we'll be putting out a PDF of the player board so people can play along as they watch. But uh, we have invited Nolan to join us. We're going to be playing a game live on stream, and then uh, we'll republish it on Monday as our board game review. So I'll have some yeah. thoughts on it as well. But yeah. if you want to play along with us, you can watch our stream and you can play along either using the printable PDF of the board game that we're going to post on our website and various other social media, or you can download the app from the app store it's on android and apple it is uh just search for welcome to and you can play along with us when you type it in you don't put in the ellipses (laughs) but you need to type it as though you know the ellipses is there afterwards type it in acknowledging the ellipses before you hit the search button yeah so nicholas can you tell people what kind of game this is if they are thinking about playing along absolutely uh as i mentioned it is a roll and write but not a lot of people know what that is um if you think of yahtzee as sort of your stereotypical roll and write game you roll except dice right this game is good whoa Uh, hard yashi bird you would normally roll dice and then write down your score. In Welcome to, all of the rolling has been replaced with a deck of cards shuffled into three piles, uh, but the numbers on the cards is intelligently laid out in a bell curve, so there are fewer numbers on the ends. It goes from 1 to 14 or 15. 15, 15 if I remember correctly. And uh, there are 1s and 15s are the fewest in the deck, and then the 7s and 8s in the middle, there are more of those. So it sort of simulates you rolling dice, but you will see 1s and 15s, whereas you may not be guaranteed to see those if you were rolling dice. So the concept is, is that you're planning a new development in your very own town. Yes. And you've got to number your houses correctly. So it's Mm -hmm. kind of like you've got to take some gambles on what numbers you're placing where. And there are ways to get yourself out of scraps if you find yourself kind of in a tough situation where you didn't plan for something. If your numbers didn't come up, something like that. And every side of the card has a number. And then the opposite side of the card has a special power that you can pair with the number next to it to give yourself a bonus. And you're planning on three different streets. So you can kind of give yourself some flexibility that way as well yeah We've played it once and it was a lot of fun Very i'm fun. really looking forward to playing it again on wednesday if you're watching the video version of the podcast it is thursday and i'm sorry we're talking about something that just happened but as nicholas said it will be up next monday if you want to check it out and you can still play along on monday yeah absolutely but, you know it won't be real we won't time. know how you did and we won't know how you did <laughs> but yeah you can play along because literally any number of people in the entire world mm-hmm. can play at the same time when you're playing this game so what time are we gonna uh, kick things off 11 a.m central time Ooh, yeah it's gonna be so spooky yeah please come in your halloween costume we won't know but you can tell us some yes. of us will know <laughs> <laughs> welcome to with ceo of Deepwater games will be joining us it'll be a lot of fun yeah it's awesome so we'll see you there won't we Yes. We will. <laughs> Twitch.tv slash GLHF Magic if you want to play along Wednesday at 11 a.m. Central. The news you can use. That's right. How are you going to use it? Well, that's up to you. We're just here to tell you the news and not how you use that news. <laughs> Feel free to make it into whatever you want, like paper mache. Use it, use it to craft a new wreath for your door. You're talking about season. paper news. Yeah, news you can wow. use. Okay, how many people here? <laughs> how many people you can here? Use it. Wait, how many people listening right now? When we were talking about news, you can use thought that we were talking about a newspaper as opposed to <laughs> words that people say at you. Please tweet at us with the hashtag news you use. 
You can use it to wrap old fish. We're not talking about newspapers. You can use it um, to print your silly putty on, and then it comes up and it has the newsprint Maria, on it. Maria, you and I have never printed a newspaper. <gasps> How dare you? I certainly put one out in high school. Did you go down to the inkery and the ink inkery? the... inkery? <laughs> I printed it ink from the my pages yourself? Home printer. <laughs> did you really? Yes. That seems... That seems about right, actually. <laughs> right, that checks out. <laughs> Anyways, news. Yes. First up, GP New Jersey. Yeah. So this was our American GP this past weekend. Yes. And uh, it was standard format as yes. we get ready for the pro tour. And by the way, so this was not the only one this weekend. There's also one in Lil and completely different results. <laughs> as opposed to big. <laughs> It's a very tiny town. I'm sorry. Lil. I'm sorry. I apologize to all You better of, apologize to Lil right now. All of France. <laughs> I apologize to the entirety of France. Lil. That's where it is, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't know where else there'd be a be city a... called Lil. Mm, you know what I mean? Okay, yeah. So the winner of GP New Jersey was Ely Cassis. Yes. A pro player who is well known in the community for being, you know, good. Um, <laughs> and let's go through. You know. A good player. We're going to go through these deck lists more in detail in our standard corner. Yes. Um, Brad Nelson got a uh, runner up. He was playing Boros Angels. Eli Cassis was playing um, Jessica Control. Yes. So those were our top two decks in that tournament, Megan. Yeah. Jessica Control. Does that make you feel happy inside? It does. As much as I can feel happy. Whoa. <laughs> That was dark. dark. I was not expecting that. I've got to be honest. Than with I you. anticipated it being, but here we are. <laughs> and then over in Lil, it's so tiny. Uh, Mono Red Agro was the the deck of the tournament. Which, oh no! How dare they? <laughs> which we can both how dare they be equally upset about? Etienne Bousson was the one who was playing Mono Red Agro. That jerk! I've never <laughs> met him in my Seems life. Like a nice man. Oh, does he? <laughs> Can he possibly be if this is what he played? I'm going to go ahead and say no. Wow. Hot yeah. take. Well, we're going to get into this deck more once again later on. And the runner-up deck was Mono Blue Tempo in the hands of none other than Gabriel Nassif of the Hall of Fame. All right. So that's pretty cool and very different yes. results from these two tournaments. Wow. Tournament so number three. Yes. There was not only those two, it was an SCG classic. True. Okay. And this one had the weirdest result of all. I'm so I'm on the edge of my seat. All right. So the number one deck there uh, was by Ali Antrazi, which mm -hmm. um, is a known name in the player community as well, playing what he called, quote, five color control. Ali Antrazi was the national champion for several years because he was the last person to win the U.S. national championship before they discontinued it for oh, a really? while. And then they started it up again. <laughs> that's great. So that's anyways, that's a fact. There you go. Fun fact, I have a better name for this five color control deck, which is uh, Rainbow Lich. So it's Delightful. five, which is five color, of course, yes. a nod to the rainbow. And Lich is for Lich's mastery, Ooh. which is kind of how you win in this deck. It's yeah. very absurd. Yes. There's three copies of the Marari Conjecture. Three. Weird choice of number. I mean, but, this deck okay. is just straight up bizarre. <gasps> Two chance for glory. Yeah, you need that. Oh, my goodness. Chance for glory and Lich's mastery. Yeah. Wow. This deck is just completely bananas and i've been watching it online as people kind of play it like a meme deck right 
guess what? what? It won a tournament. Like, I'm is so this happy. deck real? So I hope so. We'll we'll find out. Wow. There you go. So that's that's great. That was that's great. That was really cool to have three different results from three separate tournaments. Yeah, I think. And just going into our standard corner segment later yeah. just shows how much room there still is <gasps> for know. people to be sifting through, like panning for gold in the old west. Ooh. When actually, that's a contemporary thing still, you know. Panning for gold in the old west. No, not, <laughs> not the old west part oh, of it. Oh, okay, dang it. But like it. panning for gold. People still go out and pan for gold out there? Yes. I pan for gold like in a science museum <laughs> where it's a cheat. Yeah. And they just put a nugget in there and they're like, look, you did it. Now give me that back, kid. It needs to be there for the next kid. Oh, that I've never had sad. that experience. We, uh, I've got tickets to the science museum. What? I do. You have tickets to the science yes, museum? Yes, I was tipped them. I was tipped in tickets to the science museum. Who tipped you? For, tickets? For a sh- we did a comedy show and they tipped us in, in tickets, tickets to the science museum. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. All right, moving on. Anyway, they have it there. Um, <laughs> wait, but you did. A- people are just doing this out there? Like there's yes. still gold? Nobody got it all? <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I don't think people got it all. Oh, there's still more. Excellent. We have much more advanced panning techniques these days. Yeah, they have like, you know, now there's like backhoes. (laughs) Why are you laughing? I'm being serious. Yes. Well, that's not fun. What? Uh, are you saying they're like, are like dredging that, up the are you saying that if you're panning for gold you should have to do it with like old yes. school tools yes. only like Correct. shovels and then like those sifter sieves. things yeah and you could only have wow. three teeth max wow max okay. all right anyways news piece next last news piece it's uh, Ravnica weekend is coming up. So this is a new type of event that uh, Watsi's putting on in their local game stores. This one runs from November 9th to the 11th for Guilds of Ravnica. And they're going to do one for Ravnica Allegiance too. And that one is coming up in February from the 16th to 17th. And they're kind of both a little bit different. So the one for Guilds of Ravnica is going to be more social and casual, they said. You can go in and play four pack drafts. Wow. Which means some Exciting. pretty good decks. Guild kit battles and D&D sessions based on Ravnica. So this is there's a new Guildmaster's guide to uh, to Ravnica. There, so you can play D&D Ravnica nowadays, which is I think is pretty cool. Nice. And the prizes are kind of sweet, foil basic lands, but also 11 by 14 prints. Yeah, these are cool. Of the guild leaders. I like it. Yeah. And these are the these are the lands that have the cool like background on them mm-hmm. that were previewed earlier this year. Ooh, yeah. And then in February for Ravnica Allegiance, mm-hmm. it's going to be like a tournament um, for the store. They can sign up for either they can set it however they want, standard draft, sealed, whatever. And um, more guild kit battles, more D and D sessions, and then you get foil full art rares, play mats, wow. guild prints, etc. Nice. for that tournament. Those sound pretty sweet. So I think that's uh, kind of a cool thing if you're looking for something fun to do on one of these. I like these little prints. This Aurelia one is great. Yeah, she looks bamf. Yeah. I love her fist. It's the Boros fist. I like her hair. Oh, gosh. That Aurelia hair is my dream hair. Sure surprises no one. (laughs) (laughs) What? What are you saying, Megan? I don't know. Your hair looks nothing. Oh, wait. Wait. For a standard corner. 
Just a standard corner. But this is a pretty exciting standard corner as far as standard corners go. Yeah. Because, as I said, we're getting closer to the Pro Tour, which means decks are becoming more and more refined, and we're starting to see the cream rise to the top. Except for Mono Red, that deck. <laughs> Straight to heck. Why do you hate it so much, Megan? Why do you think I hate it so much? Are you telling me you don't hate it? I think it's... I don't hate it because I usually beat it. Well, look, I can I can beat something but still hate it. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Right? Yeah. I'm just saying that it is... Like, it's been around for so long. It's like people... You're just tired of it. Yes. It's like... It's like imagine... I don't even... I can't even... Uh, Something that bothers you and it's just not okay, along for it's imagine time. like... There's a puzzle, but you're just like, I don't want a puzzle with a picture on it. Just give me a bunch of interlocking pieces <laughs> that are all gray. <laughs> and like, that's where you find joy in wow. puzzles. It's not a picture. It's just like, let's put some pieces together. <gasps> that's the joylessness that I associate with mono red currently. Right? Because it's like, it's been around for so long. Yeah. Do you have so little light in your life? <laughs> I didn't know we were doing a what is this deck right now, but apparently we are. We It does seem as though we are. Like, what is this what deck? What is this deck? And I'm not saying that in like a wow, it's good way. I'm saying like, what what sort of nightmare realm spat forth of this deck <laughs> and refuses to take it back into its cavernous jaws and swallow it whole mm. so we don't have to see it for a couple mm. of standard rotations. Mm -hmm. Go back to the caves from whence you emerged. Runaway you little Steamkin goblin is the worst. Yes. I hate that card. Okay, so yeah, you're right. I don't like like this deck. It's terrible. Runaway Steamkin makes me very mad. It's horrible. It's the worst. Let's, it's hot garbage. Let's take a quick peekaroo at the one that won GP oh, We can also pretend like it doesn't exist. I'm going to point it out just because this deck had okay. a, an interesting thing that it did. So Ugh. the deck plays four Experimental Frenzy, which we noted in earlier episodes is the thing this deck is doing now, right? Do you know what? Not enough to save it. Okay. Not enough to make it In cool. the sideboard of this deck are also four treasure maps okay but i'm gonna argue with you again here okay is that ben stark did this like a year ago with what with, with a deck called treasure red yes, which was bigger true. creatures in mono red and it, it was called treasure red because it had treasure map in it so this isn't an even an innovation this is people scrambling for something nice to say about <laughs> this deck okay i just thought it was funny like how can a red deck take time off to play something like this it's Hot garbage. That was my takeaway. Anyway, everything else about is exactly the same as you would imagine. It's terrible. It's horrible. If you enjoy it, who are you? If you are someone who enjoys it, please tell Megan why. With tweet at us with the hashtag I'm a monster. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I look forward to hearing from you. Another deck that was super popular this weekend was Is It Drake? is yes. the name of this game. Okay, now, see, now this is awesome. Oh, you're into this one. I'm into basically anything that's not red. Okay. Mono well, red. I mean, oh, right. Great, great, yeah. great, great, great. So there's, um, I'm trying to find an is it one. Here it is. Yeah. There's a couple of different oh, variations on it. <laughs> I'm trying to find a right. Well we, well, we know what the deal is. You play a bunch yeah. of little spells. Here you go. You play four cackling drakes. You play four enigma drakes. There, you play four arc light phoenixes. You win. Yeah. Boom. Not oh, every deck. This one plays four crash through. Whose list are we looking so at? So right this now? right now is Edward Eduardo Sajgalic, who yeah. also got top eight, um, which is pretty cool. 
And um, the Arc Like Phoenix has also been in its own like category as a separate deck from the Is It Drake decks because uh, the deal is that you're playing like exactly like you said, crash through. What's that doing in here? You're just playing a million tiny spells so you can get your Arc Like Phoenixes yeah. back. They're very annoying. Um, but there have also been Drake decks that don't run Arc Like Phoenix. So I think this is cool that this one specifically has all three of those threats. Yeah, and I don't think like in the Is It Drake decks, um, you would not be playing the four crash through. No, 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 no. Wow. Yeah, this is hyper aggressive, hyper getting these Arclight Phoenixes out. And I think this is better, too, than the decks that just play the Drakes. Because if all you have are eight threats and I'm playing something like Ixalan's Binding and I binding one of your Drakes or whatever. Wow, you're in so what are you much trouble. Do? You are in so much trouble. This also plays yeah. four Warlords Fury <laughs> and two Maximize Velocity. Ooh, Maximize. Plus four Opt for Shock. That's all right. super scary, too. If you Maximize Velocity on one of those Drakes. Yeah. And it's like an 18 power attacker. Dang, kid. That's pretty sweet. Nice. So this is my preferred build of the old Drakeroo. All right. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, but there is also Jeskai Control. All right, Megan. Ooh, let's hear this love letter. Ely Cassis is playing a Star of Extinction. <laughs> In the nice. main deck, no less. In the less. main deck. Um, yeah. Wow. And for Expansion Explosion. Try and get out of that. Yeah. You can't usually. You're just <laughs> you, going to get you 20 can't usually. Um, plus some Settle the Wreckages, some Teferis, some Sealaways. This is great. Ooh, four Deafening Clarion. Yeah, this deck is... I'm okay. into it. So this is the one that took down the whole tournament. Yeah, it did. And uh, so Brad Nelson was playing Boros Angels, which is pretty yeah. close to the deck that I've been playing recently against this. And I'm looking at this list, and he had the same reaction, which is... You just cannot beat it. They're just like, no way. Look at that. Yeah. How on earth do you ever win against this if you're playing creatures and trying to do a fair thing? Well, look, creatures are dumb. <laughs> I really want a shirt that just says creatures are dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Not even the quote on it, but it just says creatures are dumb. Creatures are dumb. Yeah, I, people would buy that, wouldn't they? All right, yeah. I'm putting it down on my notebook of ideas. All right, everyone. Soon you'll be able to buy more shirts from us. Yes. Hint, hint. This is wink, a wink. And maybe we can make one of them just be a shirt that says creatures are dumb. Why not? Why we not? We have endless designs we can make. That's right. Um, so this has kind of emerged as the control deck, I think, uh, from these tournaments. The mm -hmm. one that's good. Let's put it that way. Yes. Online, I had seen a lot of Esper control because mm -hmm. little friend Chromium, the mutable coming out. Yeah. And I had seen a lot of Demir control, um, Demir surveil discard. Yeah. Nowhere in the top tables. It's true, which is rough because those decks look so cool. Like the Turbo Sur Surveil with the Spy Bugs and Doom Whisperer. Those were those were really sweet. Yeah. Those were some cool ideas that people had. Agreed. And like maybe maybe it's there. Like maybe people just haven't, you know, like honed in on exactly what it needs to have yet. That's true. So we can hold out hope still. There's still a hope. Also, Esper Control, here's what I'm going to say about that. Go for it. You mentioned it because of Chromium. Yeah. And also like Black usually has really great removal. Like right now it has Cast Down. Um, it has Price of Fame. Is yeah. that the name of the card, right? Vraska's Contempt still. Vraska's Contempt. Dead Weight. Like some lots of, lots of really good removal. But Chromium, like why are you messing around with wind conditions? <laughs> Is all I have whoa, to say. Whoa, whoa. Like, Are you on the train of Teferi only? Yes. Gross. Because 
You don't need to win a game of magic. You just need to not lose a game of magic. And like things like chromium, you're just you're just messing around. Do I need to remind you how much time you have to win in a round? Yeah, like fifty minutes to finish your first game. Oh my god. (laughs) I've this is I'm locked in my nightmare. I'm locked (laughs) in my nightmare. By the way, you reminded me. So you know the Turbo Fog deck? Yeah. So on Magic Online, Uh the original OG. You can play this deck, um, but you need to eventually have a win condition or you're going to clock yourself. Yeah. On Arena, nope. This is not true. Not a thing. So some real jerks, that is the tamest word I'm going to use, have taken to playing a win conditionless version of this deck and just waiting for their opponents to quit out of not being able to handle it anymore. This happened to me the other day. Yeah. And do you know what? I'm just going to say... It's How a, you're, you're defending it? Yeah, like it's on you for not quitting sooner. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe what I'm hearing right now. I look. What if I th- like? They I think have it's, no way to win the game. I know, and I think it's so mundane that what you want to do is attack my life total with creatures, <laughs> and yet I sit around and let you do that. <laughs> so like, why are you just not letting me do my thing? Yeah, but I'm all I'm asking is that you win the game at some point. I am winning the game. By me just being like, I can't take it anymore. Well, no, Quit. technically how I'm winning is you mill out and I still have cards in my library. In, in this case, there there is no milling of the opponent. But I'm, no, but like naturally, I'm saying over the course of. In real life, yes, this would, this would, they um would mill f- first before you. What oh, wait, am no, I trying to say? Am I taking all the turns with Nexus of Fate? Yes, you're just continue. So what they do is they just loop Nexus of Fate over and over and over again. Uh-huh. So they never deck, but I also never take another turn. Oh, so and you're then- not drawing cards. No. Well, yeah, then I'm just going to say it's on you to continue. <laughs> it's so evil. Please don't be that person. <laughs> Put a condition, win condition. Okay, I don't care fine. if it's Teferi. Like, that's yeah. fine. I just want you to be able to win. Like, if you can't do it in real life. It's not yeah. a real life thing. Okay, that's fair. I'll give you that. It's only an arena You thing. should at least have a Teferi in your deck. Can I give you a genius or grifter? And you tell me if this person is genius or a grifter. Yes. To steal from limited resources. This a, is a game limited from resources. limited resources. Okay. okay. So, uh, by the way, I have Marshall's answer. Okay. If you want to know. Okay. Um, so, I'm playing Arena the other day, and I'm playing against a white, green, black deck. Hold on. Uh, we're just going to explain the game quickly. Yes, go ahead. For people who... Uh, Maybe don't know it. So Genius or Grifter is a game invented by LR um, where they have a scenario. Yeah. uh, And then you have to decide, is the person involved in the scenario who constructed it, are they a genius or are they just someone who's like playing, playing us all? Yeah. Like real hard. A grifter. I mean, it's all there in the name. I just said more words. alongside it true you get what's going on all right okay, so let's do this. i'm playing against a deck that's like you know kind of celestia tokeny plus black okay um so i guess some people would call this the knight's deck <clears throat> okay uh and uh my opponent for some reason i cannot remember i knew drew a knight of autumn okay and i had a much i had a really great board presence i was well ahead and they drew their knight of autumn and quickly passed the turn back to me this is after sideboarding so this is game two and then did the emo oops okay and i'm like oh they forgot to play their night of autumn because i in fact had a history of banali out or whatever so like it would make sense that that was an oops your wreckage gets settled sure did (laughs) 
genius or grifter? Okay, this is this is tough because I will say that I think that you are a good enough player to that know. you should have known. Gosh, but I'm also super like, oh, I'll take the benefit of the doubt. They forgot no, to play their thing. No, never give them the benefit of I the doubt. I know that now. I mean, obviously, I'm saying like always be kind to people in person. Um, but like online, never trust it. I yeah, this is also a lesson, by the way, to all the listeners out there. Um, because I will say that especially when it's just like the limited emotes that Magic Arena uses. Um, so it's not like people can be mean. No. Um, so I think I have to say genius oh my God. because <laughs> you should be able to navigate your way around it. I should have not, I should have not thought that they were just a nice human who made a mistake and was like, Oh, no, whoops. Maria, you're smarter than that. <laughs> I bought it. Hook, uh, line and sinker. I mean, okay. Actually, uh, that one's so tough. It's really I hard. I think because in real life, this yeah. is legal. Yes. And do you know what? I have to say that I like... I, be, I would never say anything aloud, but I've definitely played the line of like, n- if I notice someone is more likely attuned to my body language and like my posture and stuff, yep. I will play that like, harder. Like, oh, I don't have anything. Exactly. Like drawing and slouching lower yep. in your chair or like, like shuffling through your like cards in hand and sighing a little yep. bit. Um, and I don't think that that's grifting at all. No, let's play Basically, the game. Basically, I'm looking at my opponent and being like, hey, I think that you're trying to pick up information. And if you're trying to pick up this information, I'm allowed to give you, like, I'm allowed to mislead you if I'm able to do that yeah. in that situation. Um, and so, like, part of me is just like, I think what, what you're looking at on Magic is Arena, an arena is just version like of that. an arena version of that. And so you're trying to read them for more information for what they're doing. Yep. And all they're doing is using the tools that they have <laughs> to like mislead you as you're reading them for that information. So yeah. I think that it's on you to be a better reader of your opponent. And Trust that no one. Trust no yeah. one. Um, yeah, it's super interesting. And the same thing will happen when people tell you good game a lot of times to bait you into a bad attack or something like that. So now I've learned I just don't trust anything. Yeah. And I just take it all at like they didn't oh, say God, like the or game, just mute I them or never, whatever. Yeah, I have never like yeah. assumed that a good game actually means that no, until yeah, the game that's is true. over. That's right? true. Yeah. So what was Marshall's answer? Oh, he said grifter. He was very upset. Wow. But I think if he listened to your argument, he might change his mind. Maybe. I've never known Marshall to change his mind. <laughs> but... <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to make him listen to this now because I'm interested. Don't tell him what I just said. Okay. Don't let him listen this far. Marshall, stop listening Marshall, 30 stop seconds ago. Listening. Okay, so anyway, that is a long segue. Uh, wow. The majority of the decks at both of these tournaments were Golgari mid-range. Mm-hmm. BTW, which there've been a ton of different Golgari builds running around. Yes, which is so classic because they're just value cards, yes. right? Like Golgari has black for really good removal. Yep. Um, Golgari is green black, so black for really good removal. Um, or hand disruption sometimes if you need it, depending on the format. Yep. Um, and green, which just has like good creatures. Yeah, creatures that are going to be like have a lot of power for their mana cost. And so I think that it's very classic, especially when a format hasn't been like sifted all the way out yet. Yeah. For people to just be like, well, that's a winning combination in a lot of instances. And you have so many Vraskas. It's true. You have so many Vraskas. And you've got Vivian Reed. Yeah. But but yeah, you have so many Vraska choices. <laughs> Why not run all of them? Just every Vraska. 
But I think the, the consensus has, at least right now in time, has settled on this mid-rangey deck. Yeah. Um, which is playing three copies of Fine Finality to help you clear the board if you need to. Good removal, like you said. Assassin's Trophy, Cast Down, Vraska's Contempt. Yeah. It also has these classic um, value creatures. Like we yeah. talked about green having creatures that have good power for the mana cost. But in black, you've got Ravenous Chupacabra it's right now, excellent. which is just a removal spell. Um, plus Midnight Reaper, yeah. which is a great value card if you're playing against something that's removing all of your creatures. Uh, this is the two and a black for a zombie knight that says whenever a non-token creature you control dies, Midnight Reaper deals one damage to you and you draw a card. Yeah. Like just great. And Golgari Fine Broker, which some different builds run a different number of these, mm-hmm. to get all of your stuff back. Yeah. Ravenous Chupacabra. Some builds are this a really reanimation heavy playing the Eldest Reborn in these kind of effects. Yeah. Which I think is kind of cool too. But so yeah. So just classic value. You know which card is Death Knell to me is Wild Growth Walker. Yeah. This card <sighs> is good against aggro. You gain so much and life. And it's so tough. It grows huge yes, in this deck. Quickly, Wild Growth Walker, this is from Ixalan. Yeah. Um, or is it from Rivals? Rivals. It's from Rivals. One in a green for a 1-3 elemental. Whenever a creature you control explores, put a plus one, plus one counter on Wild Growth Walker, and you gain three life. Um, Jade Light Ranger, you're card. already gaining six life off of this yeah. card. Great. It's kind of nutty. Um, so, yeah, that was the most well-represented deck um, of any in across our tournaments here. And what other decks do I want to talk about? There was a Celestia Tokens. I oh, know, yeah, Celestia Tokens. Which we're still kind of waiting. Like you said, there's like been some Knights builds. Yep. Which do feel good. Like sometimes if you go like the Knight of Grace into like a um, History of Benalia yeah. into like Knight of Autumn. Oh. And then like whew, that Benalia and then it triggers. Hits. And yep. it's. That, that deck can really attack for a lot of damage very quickly. It's a cool deck. You get to play Flower Flourish to pump up your creatures or go find a land. Sapperling Migration makes a million creatures. Conclave Tribunal, you don't even need any mana yeah. to take stuff off the battlefield. Amara's pretty great in this deck, you know. Yeah, so this is more <clears> of, a, of a tokens version. Tokens it has version. four March of the Multitudes as well. Venerated Loxodon. Nice. Yeah, it's a and cool a creature deck. And a Tristani. And you, there's an, there was a Celestia Angels version in uh, Lil as well. <laughs> Lil. Yeah. Um, oh, wait. No, just kidding. This one was from New Jersey. Yeah. But yeah. And Boros! Yes. I've Mar- been waiting. Maria, you've Boros. done such a good job of not, not jumping the gun and talking about it so yet. I'm excited. But let's hear about it. Boros Angels. Uh, this is Brad Nelson's list, which has mm-hmm. my favorite creature, Danto Vanguard, in it. And then just a pile of mythics. Aurelia yep. is in here. Lyra is in here. Yep. Rekindling Phoenix is in here. Yep. Resplendent Angel is in here. Yep. Takatliana Guard. Whatever. I'm That's a rare. Moving on. History of Benalia is in here. Yeah, this deck is just like one bomb after another. Boom, deal with it. Boom, deal with it. Boom, deal with it. Yeah. That's why I love it. It's great. <laughs> um, and you can also play in the other other Boros deck in the top eight was a Boros kind of mentor deck. So it had much smaller creatures, Mm -hmm. swift blade vindicator, great for mentor. And it's got my favorite, the bugler in here. Yeah. You were calling some of these decks Boros, your version Boros bugler. Yes. So mine was not as aggressive as this one is. This also has Tajik legions edge in it, but this looks pretty great. Yeah. Agreed. I'm into it. Um, let's touch on this mono blue list from Gabriel Nassif. Yes. 
Uh, this is kind of like the the mono blue decks that we've seen yeah. so far, where it has like Tempest Jin uh, coming down as a real big flyer. It has four Siren Storm Tamer. Um, it has four dive down, different ways to protect these creatures. Yeah, so you're playing a cheap creature, you're putting Curious Obsession on it, hopefully, and you're projecting, protecting it with Wizard, Wizard's Retort or Dive Down, like you said. Mm-hmm. Spell pierces in this deck, so beware. Yeah. It was really cool to see it do so well yeah. in the tournament, because it's just like there's only four rares. Tempest Gin, that's yeah. it. Otherwise, nice. it's like, so it's super cheap if you want to put it together. So if you're looking at building something on Arena, you don't have a standard deck on there yet. Yeah. Hop on this over is there. Very turn competitive. Your, turn your uncommon and common wild cards into this. All right, buddy. Megan. Five color control. Rainbow Lich. Let's call it what it is. Yeah, Rainbow Lich. Uh, this is the one with the biggest question mark that you had, right? Of like, yeah. is this a thing? <laughs> is this a real deck? But you know, my I hope so. I love weird stuff like this. I love it. Um, it's got sweepers and cleansing Nova. Like we said, it has the like it has the combo of Lich's Mastery, which says you can't lose the game, and Chance for Glory, which just gives you an extra turn yeah. now. And like it says you're supposed to win the you're supposed to lose at the beginning of the next but turn you don't. step, but you don't because you have a Lich's Mastery. Uh, so I'm I'm very much here for it. Uh, sweepers like settle the wreckage, cleansing Nova. Yeah, into it. And expansion explosion. Yes. That's pretty cool. Love it. So Revitalize to just gain three life, draw a card, which with Lich's Mastery. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Gain, gain three and draw four cards. <laughs> nice. This is a deck that I thought you would have a lot of fun playing. It, yes. It again has you lots of correct. Um, rares and stuff in it, but it's so weird that yeah. I'm happy it exists. Same. Ooh, for discovery and dispersal. For surveilling to masterminds acquisition to go yeah. and get go stuff get from your, your deck. mastery or whatever you need. Ugh, love it. I'm into this. Like we said, three Marari conjecture. This deck is just weird enough to hopefully get it done. So Megan, a tournament's coming up, a hypothetical tournament. What yes. are you playing? And this. why? Are you being serious? Yes. No way. You wouldn't play Just Guy Control? Oh, that's so tough. <laughs> because look, I do love control, but uh, if, if you've been listening to the podcast since way back in the day, you'll know that one of my very first, mm. um, st- like, so I went through, like, I played mono blue you way back in phases. the day. Yeah. The mono blue back when Thassa was a thing. Yeah. Um, and then I played the blue white control back yep. then. But then I also really enjoyed the standard version of Jeskai Ascendancy combo. That's right. So there has always been a part of me that loves control but there's also always been a part of me that loves the terrible decks <laughs> that loves terrible Combo-y. like combo-y just Jank. stuff uh and so this you know there's not always that option and so when there is that option i kind of want to do it oh boy okay well we might have to head to magic online for some yeah. time in the near future to see you play this because i think it's Ugh, i love cool. it yeah well there's your standard corner plenty to choose from and narrowing yet again as we uh, quickly approach the Pro Tour coming up in two weeks here. Yeah. All right, everybody, it's time for a check-in on Guilds of Ravnica Draft. Yeah. All right, so it's been out for a while. We pre-released, we drafted mm-hmm. early and often. Yes. Megan, your takeaway, what do you want to draft more than anything else? Demir. Same. I love it. Same. Surveil is so good. Chucking lands. It's just like. Feels so good. Although sometimes, is it? 
like I also love is it uh jumpstart is again just so good yeah it is like there are times when I'm playing against an is it opponent if I'm anything else and I'm just like I feel like I just can't ever get ahead because I'm like waiting to be like maybe I'll run you out of cards but I can't because they can just recast everything in their graveyard. Yeah. It looks like on arena, it looks like their hand is full of cards because it shows up like the pertinent graveyard cards yeah. next to their hand. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Their hand is just still full, still stuff. And I love it. I think that Demir is very hard to beat. If you are trying to play fair magic. Yeah. That's the thing, because if you're surveilling and they're not, you're going to win Yeah, in the end, because you will just have access to mo- so many more, so many more cards spells. Yeah. And I have come close so many times to decking myself. Oh yeah. Me too. All the time. Once I did deck myself. Oh, same. No shame. Same. So I do think uh Demir is the strongest guild and I'm going to put Boros on kind of an even footing with that. If you put the deck to, if it does what it wants to do. Yeah. Coming out of the gates, fast, strong, Sky Knight Legionnaires curving out, I think that can also steal wins out of nowhere, just like Boros was meant to do. So yeah. those are my top two. So going back to talking about Demir quickly. Yes. I also, I mean, I'm going to argue with you here. I think is it belongs up there. Okay. Like I said, there are just times when it feels like you can't ever pull ahead because it feels like surveil where it, like you said, like after a while, you'll just have more access to more spells than them. Yeah. And then it just feels the same way. Like, is it just has more spells because some of their spells you get to cast twice? <laughs> That's true. And it just feels and so difficult. The to good play is it decks are, um, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. In order to win. It's like, they're able to kill you out of nowhere mm-hmm. and there's no way to stop it. Yeah. Kind of, especially because they're playing sometimes I'm going to use this word g- gingerly garbage cards. Um, like maximize velocity, like maximize altitude. But in the Izzet deck, they're not garbage. They're integral. They're, yeah, they're so good. And they then you're get like, the job done. Am I really going to die to this one mana? The jumpstart card that a creature deals damage equal to, to its power to you. Gravitic punch. Yep. Oof. They can cast that twice. Yeah, absolutely. And if you cast it on an erratic Cyclops or something like that. Yeah. You did. Yep. You did. Yep. Um, so if you're drafting Demir... Some quick tips. Take everything that says surveil on it. Yep. Even dazzling lights. You wrote Even da- this. Yeah. Dazzling like lights. cards like that where you're just like, is this card actually good? And it's like, yeah, it says surveil. It says surveil Do on it. it. Put it in your deck. Thoughtbound Phantasm, which you probably know by now, but oh, at the top so of the format, I was like, I don't know if I want to take this. Yeah. You want to take it. Last week I drafted a Demir deck on stream where it was like, we went like turn one thoughtbound Phantasm, turn two night veil sprite. And I don't even remember it, but by turn four, we were attacking with our 5-5 five yeah. five Phantasm. It's just silly. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's what are you going to do about this? You can't do anything. It's a 5-5. Five five. The only thing I put is remember to win con because you can deck yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've done it. <laughs> Boros, very straightforward. You yeah. want those Sky Knight Legionnaires. Uh, sometimes I think I even want Healer's Hawk more than I want something like Luminous Bonds. I don't Removals. know if that's right. Overrated sometimes in aggro decks. Yeah. So... You know, sometimes you just want a creature that you mentor on mentor onto. Yeah. Celestia has, well, I wish, really underperformed for me. Yeah. Personally. Same. Which is kind of sad, I think, because it's a really cool guild. Um, but I think the issue is, w- if the game goes long, which, you know, th- these are not like super fast games yeah. unless you're playing against Boros, you just have no way 
to gain the advantage that you need to get over something like Isidore Demir. Yeah. There's not enough of Green's version of evasion, which is trample. Yep. I think I've run into, like, you even have listed here, um, Lead of Champion. Yeah. Which is a great card, but it doesn't have trample. And so sometimes it's just like, all that I'm doing is trying, like, getting my opponent to chump it every turn, but we're late enough in the game. And if it's something like Demir, well, it's like they're, they've drawn so many more spells anyways. It doesn't yeah. matter to them. They're yeah. just like, yeah, okay, I can. It doesn't matter. Like, I don't care. Something else that people have mentioned is the prevalence of death touch at yeah. common and uncommon, which like hired poisoner. Yeah. That kills everything. Which, I have to say, I, I like this format a lot and I traditionally like formats where that is the case. Where there's, where there's more death access touch? access to a lot of death touch. Oh. Because it may, it makes it. Right, like removal is always at a premium. You always want it. Yeah. But I like it when you have some flexibility to be like, do you know what? I'm in this color and I didn't get that removal, but I can have death touchers, which are going to do the same job. Do you think you would just put on more trample and that would solve the problem here? I think if there were a couple more creatures in the Celestia Guild that had trample, it would probably have a better chance. Like the 4-4 four, four for 5 with yeah. Convoke, uh, the Centaur, it has Vigilance. Honestly, like, give me trample give instead. Give trample on there. I agree. Yeah. I agree 100%. Um, yeah. And stuff like, I think their Convoke creatures should be a little bit better. I'm like, Siege Worm needs to be better. But honestly, it does. Yeah, it does. And Siege Worm is one of the best because it has trample. Yeah. Like, when I've lost to Celestia, it's because my opponent drafted multiple Siege Worms. And it's like, you're right. This I can't, like, you're getting through damage. And right. I don't have enough ways around it. Golgari is another yeah. one of those uh, guilds that has kind of been like a little bit meh is what yeah. I wrote in the notes. But however, it has this plus on Celestia in that it has black in it. Yeah. So it has access to the good removal. It's true. Uh, I think that for me, part of the issue with Golgari has been that undergrowth is so touch and Underwhelming. Go, depending on the, like, depending on what card it is. Correct. There are some that it's like, this is a great card with undergrowth. Like the six, four worm surprisingly can be pretty good yeah that comes down and, and gives something a bigger big, spore worm yes um but then there's some where it's just like oh okay okay fine i i got this rhizome lurcher yep you know great <laughs> uh is it um i mentioned in the notes that you can either play two different ways a more controlling is a build or a very aggressive is a build which we talked about earlier yeah and you can win out of nowhere and um yeah yeah. Play those cheap spells that look terrible mm-hmm. because they're actually good in this deck. They're actually good. Anything that says jumpstart, like we said earlier, anything with surveil, jumpstart just yeah. says like this, you draw a land, like anything above your sixth land is actually a spell, and which is just absurd. Just take your time on your turn because you could probably figure out how to construct a win out of nothing. Yeah. It, with is it. It's true. So we made a list of some of the top trap cards in the format. Yes warning cards yeah and an early a one that i figured out literally from my first draft was mm-hmm. join shields uh, card sucks cards terrible never play it do you know what this one also makes me think of what's the golgari one that gives everything death touch and then two oh things bite? yeah undercity uprising that one also bad also meh. and it's in the same kind of category because they're about the same mana cost yeah and are similarly underwhelming. Similarly, like, whatever. Okay. And then cool. you chose this next card. Unexplained Disappearance. Yeah, agree. There have been times, there have been times in Is It decks when I've seen it perform well because if they had, like, the Drakes or something like that. Um, but, like, it just... 
this it doesn't do enough. It says surveil, and yet it is not good in Demir. Yeah, agree. It just Demir's does not playing not the tempo game. Enough. Exactly. No, it does not care about bouncing a creature. No. Uh, so it, even though that's the one exception to when we said take anything that says surveil. Don't take that one. Take something else because it is not doing its job. Citywide Bust is on here, which destroys creatures with toughness four or greater. So Sideboard card, though. Great sideboard card. Amazing sideboard Don't card. Don't put in your main deck. Not enough creatures with four toughness. No, they surprisingly are not. Yeah. Um, Hazda Marshall. Man, people, I feel like people play this against me and they feel like so, They're so like, good. They're oh, I'm doing like, it. Hazda Marshall. And I'm just like, Who you cares? played a 1-1. One, one. <laughs> You just played a one-one. It's a one-one for one, and then it may it one if it makes us one-one. You, you just probably kill it. yeah exactly like you probably had to spend a trick so that your marshal didn't die, or they just ate it, or they yeah. ate another creature that you had to attack yeah. with to get that ability to trigger. Not a good Boring. Boros card. No, don't don't believe it's lies. Us uh, child of night. I have on here. Yeah. Another one, there's just so many tokens, like yeah. so many, so many one and ones. stuff with one power and yes. like four or three toughness. Yeah. Um, I do think that it's, uh, I'll usually pick one up in my Golgari or Demir decks to have in the sideboard. I find myself sideboarding it oh, in sure. a lot. Um, just because sometimes, like you said, Boros can be so quick, but if you can outlast their first rush, then you're going to get there. And so I'll sideboard in child of nights because it's like, Hey, if I can trade with something and gain myself to life, then that's going to put me enough ahead that I'm going to be able to stabilize. Good point. So the last card on here is another one that should definitely have trample. Yeah. World soul Colossus. This is the green, white X convoke where it enters with X plus one plus one counters. And it, like you said, without trample, it just does nothing. It does nothing. You can make, I've made like a 12, 12 and it doesn't It doesn't matter. matter. How it many times have matter. you actually even hit somebody's life total with this card? I'm like, I mean, it was one time. When, it was the classic times when I was already winning the game. Yeah. Yeah. Like this card didn't matter. It just solidified the fact that I was winning. Sad. Yeah. Sad days. But um, overall, I'm still like super digging the format. I think it's really fun. I do think wish some of these other guilds had a, were a little stronger. Yeah. Um, that being said, like sometimes I do draft like the I do draft Golgari or I do draft Celestia. I still have a really good time. Absolutely. And if you're drafting in real life um, with real human beings, yeah, um, draft is self-correcting, and that's the beautiful thing about it. So mm-hmm. um, you can end up with the nut Celestia deck or whatever when everyone yeah. else is fighting over Demir, and then you're like, oh, well, I guess I win now. Now I do get to win. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> hey, do you like to put your cards in sleeves? Hey, do you like to put your cards in binders? Hey, do you like to put your cards on a pretty play mat? Hey, do you like to put your cards in boxes? Hey, do you like to roll dice? Hey, do you like this? <laughs> if you said yes to any of those questions. Yeah. Ultra Pro. Ultra Pro is where you can find all of this awesome gear for your magic lifestyle. Do you want to be the smarty pants who's keeping life totals with an abacus? A stinking Ooh, yeah. abacus, I said, because you can. They have abacai. Abacai. They have magic abacai. They have magic abacai. And I've got this life counter here, which is just like 
super sweet. Yes. It looks like a statue, and you move the base around in a circle. Yes, I, I think you move the top around. Oh, yeah, that makes more sense. Anyway, <laughs> it's really cool looking. Oh, it's awesome. So go there. If you know, you're looking to just be like, I'm the jazziest person in my store. <laughs> And you then you wear a top cool hat and the, uh, with and a like cane. a little bow tie. Yeah. And you do a tap number. You don't have to do any of that. You can just get awesome ultra pro swag. All right, kittens, that's our show for this week. Yeah, buddies. We have to announce our winner of our October drawing. That's right. The winner is Dave Mastroioni. Sorry if I butchered your last name from Connecticut. Wow, Connecticut. Yes. A tiny state that's doing a lot. We I actually don't know why about Connecticut, <laughs> so I cannot. Connecticut. I cannot verify anything that I just said about Connecticut. The crab state. That is certainly not true no they don't have crabs in connecticut do they i don't know <laughs> are you thinking of lobsters <laughs> with sea bug whatever they're both sea bugs are lobsters and crabs related uh they're like no. brother and sister no they're not <laughs> at best they are cousins Sure, I'll take cousins. Listen, on that. if you want to claim your prize, you need to let us both know your mailing address, <laughs> and you need to message us with the exact nature of the relationship between crabs and yes, lobsters. Yes, we need to know these things. But also, anyway, you won. Yes, congratulations. Also, November is MTA Community Month. Yes, nope, I said it wrong. What is it? Say the real name. Hey everyone. Also. November is GLHF Community Month. Great. Um, where you have to check in with your local game store before you do this. But if your local game store wants to have some uh, good luck high five stickers, we will mail you a set of stickers uh, to set out there or to give to people at your local game store. And for you setting it up, we'll also mail you a little prize. Yes. Um, so again, please don't message us um, if you haven't talked to your LGS first, um, because some of them might have like, you know, rules, rules about that, about what kind of, literature or whatever they'll put out um but if they want to have some glhf stickers to have out let us know yeah do not use them to wallpaper your room no although that would be cool we do not have enough we don't have enough for that so sorry sorry also they cost money yes uh, but <laughs> we will send you some for free during the month of november to have out your lgs yeah so you can find our email through our website goodluckhigh5.com just email us through that contact form after megan said you have talked to your lgs and you're like i want to put these out and we'll send you a prize too please uh, yeah. be sure to include your mailing address in that email so we know where to send everything that's right um, yeah, and if you want to enter the giveaway that Dave just won, you can do it by hitting the gleam.io link in the show notes of this podcast or under the YouTube video for the rest of the month to be entered in our November drawing where you get good luck high five swag, stuff from Card Kingdom, stuff from Ultra Pro. Nice. It's awesome. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Coming up next nice. weekend is a Grand Prix, a modern Grand Prix. That's right. In Atlanta before the Pro Tour. That is factually correct. So good luck to everybody if you're going and playing in that. Yes. And we've got some more updates about our pro team. <gasps> pro in team, good work. luck, high five. That's right. It's so cool. So I'll have those for you next week. Yeah. Thank you for um, hanging out. Yeah. And thank you once again, before we take off, to everyone who supports the show and makes it possible through our patreon uh, patreon.com slash glhf magic and to our wonderful sponsors card kingdom and ultra pro go check them out buddies i use the word buddies too much i'm working <laughs> on it 
Okay. Bye.